Ladies, gentlemen and others, today's guest on the pod is actually someone I've been looking forward to speak with for so long. Roshni Chopra is one of the first people to get into the influencer life coming from the journey of being an actor. Someone who has done so much of work on television and in the acting space and also in the anchoring space from what I've recently learned and I'm just really looking forward to sit down talk with her about her journey, talk to her about her mom life and get to know her a little more closely than I did. Welcome to the pod, Roshni. Thank you, Anam. I'm so happy to be here. This is the first podcast I'm coming on. So I'm like legit excited and nervous at the same time. But yes, really looking forward to this and seeing what uh, beans I spill myself. I have no plans. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think the idea is just to be as open and as honest and discover things about myself too, hopefully, via your interrogations and inquisitions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. I feel like um, I feel like I know you, but I also feel like there's so much more I want to get to know you on. I have to tell everyone who's listening. Yeah. The first time, and this is going to sound like I'm seeing a love story because I thought it for a second. I was like, wait, we met in the Maldives. We did. <laughs> but this is not a love story. We met because we were on yes. a brand trip together. Yes. We were in the Maldives 2019 December. Just before COVID. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Just before COVID. Little yeah. did we know what we were headed for. We had no clue. And we had such a gala time. We were in a, on a very, in a very small setup. It was a small set of influencers. It was a small group. Yeah. But it was such a nice time. And I knew at that point that I had met someone who was just so nice and chill and someone that I could sit back and have a conversation with yeah. so I'm really looking to like dive into that side of you today thanks so much yeah the Maldives was amazing and you know one of the perks of I guess being in this content creation business is that you get to go to the most unbelievable places and have the most unbelievable experiences and meet the most unbelievable people how sweet thank yeah. you um, you know I feel the same but tell me more about like you said perks about being on the influencer side of things yeah. right you're one of the first people like I feel internationally I used to follow I still do follow yeah. Shay Mitchell so closely one of the first actors I'd say yeah. to go on to the influencer space start her YouTube channel be as regular as she was on Instagram and really create content content yeah. and I feel like in India when I look at the landscape of actors who I won't say switched because I do feel like they kind of go hand in hand mm. but to adapt as well as they did your yeah. name definitely comes to my mind because I feel like you took to it so well yeah. and you still retain a sense of you on yeah. the feed which is so important how has that transition been for you going from you know uh, actor maintaining that for a while and of course now I feel like you're full-fledged influencer and acing your game at it well thanks firstly for all those lovely things that you said you know for me um, acting is I've always been a person who just loves communicating with people and being connected to people and kind of like being tuned into the zeitgeist I love feeling that oh I know what's happening or what's relevant to me is relevant to so many other people I love that collective consciousness feeling I've at heart I always say that I'm just an artist and I'm looking for that connection. Acting was amazing. It happened to me by chance. I wasn't really openly looking for it. I had done my master's in media at the University of Leeds and I came back and I got a job. I'm come from Delhi. So I got a job in Delhi with a liquor company as um, a marketing, uh, uh, you know, person in their marketing team. And I was looking at luxury uh, brand marketing for their premium um, whiskeys and wines. And, and that was a very exciting space for me. And I used to do theatre side by side. So, uh, you know, somewhere in, in a play, I got spotted by Charu Sharma, who then said, will you come and anchor this cricket show with us? Because uh, 
यू नो इट्स गोइंग अप ऑन दूरदर्शन इट्स इंडिया वर्सेज पाकिस्तान इज अ ह्यूज सीरीज एंड मंदिरा बेदी हु हैड बिन डूइंग वर्क विथ हिम अर्लियर वॉज ऑन अ कॉन्ट्रैक्ट विथ सोनी सो शी कोड इन डू दूरदर्शन सो ही सेट विल यू कम एन डू इट एंड आई रिमेंबर स्पीकिंग माई पेरेंट्स इन सेट शुड आई डू इट माई डैड वॉज लाइक डू नॉट एम्बेरस मी वेन यू गो ऑन द क्रिकेट शो बिकॉज यू नो हाउ मोस्ट इंडियन डैड रिस्पॉन्स एवर मोस्ट इंडियन डैड रिस्पॉन्स सो दैट हैपन बाई चांस सो आई ऑलवेज से दैट फॉर मी टेलीविजन एक्टिंग एंड ऑल ऑफ द नेचुरल यू नो ऑफ्रिंग्स ऑफ दैट दैट आई मेडल्ड विद इंक्लूडिंग रियालिटी टेलीविजन इंक्लूडिंग प्रजेंटिंग होस्टिंग कॉमेडी सर्कल्स देसी गर्ल ऑल ऑफ दैट हैपन टू मी ऑर्गेनिकली वन ऑफ दी आदर बाई चांस एंड देन वॉट हैपन इज आई बिकेम अ मॉम एंड आई रिफ्यूज टू लीव माई चिल्ड्रेन माई चाइल्ड दैट टाइम माई फर्स्ट बॉर्न आई फेल दिस अर्जेंट नीड टू बी प्रेजेंट ट्वेंटी फोर सेवन एट होम एंड यू नो काइंड ऑफ रियली नर्चर माई रिलेशनशिप विथ माई सन एंड आई थिंक आई से दैट सर्ट ऑफ पीरियड लास्टेड फॉर मी फॉर अबाउट अ ईयर एंड अ हाफ टू आफ्टर विच आई स्टार्ट फीलिंग स्लाइटली क्लॉस्ट्रोफोबिक that you know i need to find myself i need to find my voice i need to find something that excites me outside of this relationship because while my baby now is a toddler and is definitely not as reliant on me uh, as he was when he was born i don't want to um, confine my life experience to just being a mom i would like to uh, you know it, expand my horizon and i have so much to say and i have so much creativity inside me and that creativity makes me feel alive so how do i find a way to express that so in the middle of all of these thoughts i started um, you know when i was acting instagram wasn't a thing there was no instagram right. in fact so i didn't get the kind of crazy 10 million followers that had it been there at the time of kasam say which was the number one show for so long i would have been you know um with that kind of following and then that would have been very hard for me to shift i think because those people would have wanted only roshni the actor so in a way i think i got very lucky because when i started to create content which was all photo based content at that time there was no video it was extremely personal extremely authentic extremely passion driven and it was also my escape route from everything that was kind of hard and practical and challenging in real life there was this one or two hours a day where i would escape to la la land and i would be roshni the unicorn and i would create these photographs or these you know little bits and pieces of things that i wanted to share with the world that i would pluck out of my imagination and somehow this platform allowed you to uh, bring them to life and to share them and there were somehow enough people who related to it who liked it who found a little bit of entertainment a little bit of relief a little bit of aesthetic pleasure and uh, that's how it started for me what year was this when did you start what year so i think very consciously i started um, around i'd say 2000 and 18 so about 5 years ago 5 years ago from now yeah 5 years ago but that's amazing because in 5 years and i i say this from a very um data driven yeah. point of view when i say this to you okay. i do think you got lucky by not going into those 
10 million number figure like you said yeah. for example because what happens with that also is yeah. because you're a, you do so much luxury content yes. your audience is not necessarily on the same page as you you know what i no. mean yeah. so i feel like you kind of have quality over quantity in that case i i completely agree with you you know there are times when i've been very sad and very upset that oh this post is so nice and why aren't you know 40000 people liking it and and um, yeah. you know but the kind of uh, content that you do is directly proportionate i mean i'd say the more um, uh luxurious or the more uh premium your content is uh the harder it is to find those people yeah. and even if those people are following you they're less likely to like it it's just uh you know i was at this beautiful uh, event uh this live show there was a comedian who was speaking and he was saying oh you know the front people aren't clapping and the back people are clapping a lot and i think that the audience applause is inversely proportionate to the amount of tax you pay and i just couldn't stop laughing because i was like oh my god it's so true but right? that's actually so well put even when you look at it in the, in the algorithm side of things because i feel like the older we grow our yeah. audience grows with us yeah, and they're less likely to make the effort of comment or like but yeah. having said that we'll continue to enjoy the content we're putting out there oh my god absolutely and every once in a while when you strike a chord and when it goes you know viral and when there are so many people who connect with you and who come to your page i mean the the there's some unknown gifts of the algorithm when they happen it's just it's like oh my god i woke up on the right side of bed today it's a relentless job but it's also super fun and i think that staying authentic is the battle um, you know as it is in life as it is in any relationship as it is in any endeavor that you have it's like you have to be convinced about what you're doing and then the rest is just a bonus yeah yeah, yeah i know as what long you as you enjoy like i you know there's certain things where i know that okay this is not there's not going to be a huge number of people who'll relate to this but i really like it yeah. and there may be some people who like it and so this is my job it's to be slightly quirky slightly unexpected um brave for sure and honest so i love the qualities you described um relating to the fact that you said that you know why aren't 40000 people liking this i was having this conversation with my team about an hour ago before we started recording this podcast i have a reel that's currently blown up and i should be happy about it i really yeah, should be happy about absolutely. it because it's 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 doing about five times of my usual reach and about 10 times of my usual views and Amazing. all i'm thinking is wait but this was supposed to be the filler reel <laughs> i'm like i hadn't put much thought into that yeah. so you really don't know what's going but to sometimes work sometimes it's just that and i've noticed this you know when i get really coiled up and i get really like into this uh, thought process in your head. and in my head and i'll churn and i'll churn and i'll churn and if i over process my creativity it's not leading anywhere and sometimes when you're just having a blast of a time and you just organically will put something together you know it's the energy with which you approach it the ease with which you approach it and that that's what the you know um there's uh, so many writers or or artists have spoken about inspiration and how it strikes you when you're least looking for it and yeah. you just have to be like open to that moment and and you're just the channel ultimately for inspiration right and you're just putting it out you don't even own it Uh, after a while it's just like an idea that came and you were the channel for it 
So yeah, I guess we all need to learn to take ourselves less seriously. Oh man, I really need to, for to sure. take the algorithm less seriously. I, I think about it less and less with each day, and I'm yeah. scared because I'm like, am I starting to not care? Yeah, is that where I've come to? But how do you deal with it when you do put in so much of work into a certain post? Yeah, um, you know where you have the aesthetics in check. Yeah, your sponsors in check. Yeah, your content is in check. Yeah. and if it doesn't do well, how do you? deal with a situation like that now as a full time creator those are parameters yeah. and uh, you know things that we have to pay attention to what is your modus operandi in a situation like that so i think my content is like 80% organic and 20% sponsored so mm-hmm. the only stuff that i really worried about that i really get worried about is the sponsored stuff because i feel like i owe it to the brand that's working with me to give them a certain um you know number or a certain uh, amount of traction but so many times and it's been um, you know fortified by the brands that i've worked with where they've come back and said you know but the quality of people that you've given us even if a post hasn't some most of the times it does okay which is great and i'm thankful for it but sometimes when it doesn't and you're worrying there's always a message or there's always someone who comes around and tells you you know but the quality of uh, people that you've given us and the conversions that you've given us are really amazing and i think the key to that is choosing brands which work for you, you and not just saying yes to everything left right and center i mean you you know that's yes. where that authorship comes into play and you're like okay yes i can make a difference to this i am convinced now i'll share it yeah so that step is very important for me and um, you know i'm i'm okay to lose out on stuff if if it doesn't sit right yeah but that's where your the idea of sticking to your authentic your most authentic self comes yeah. into play right because without that then what is a creator yeah exactly i mean it it can get a bit messy if you start comparing yourself to others that's a toxic hole you don't want to go into how often are you there truthfully i'd say i'm kind of there maybe once a month Okay, mostly when I'm PMSing. I was, I was, I didn't want to say it because that sounded like a stereotype. But I'm usually there when I'm PMSing. Yeah, it's right. It's when you're generally unhappy with mm-hmm. everything in life that you start looking for more reasons to be unhappy. A house of cards and comes crumbling down. Exactly, and then you're just spiraling down, and then you're just looking at everything that is upsetting you more and more. And I mean, um, you know, my husband has a my period tracker on his phone, so he has this app. So then I will very often message him and says and say how many days. <laughs> Wait, you don't have it on your phone? I don't have it on my phone. Oh, that's so this sweet. The successful relationship secret. It's it's weird because I have mine on my phone and my husband has mine on his phone, yeah. but I still have it as well. No, I don't have it. So I message him saying how many days away am I, and he'll just be like mm, forty. That is the cutest <laughs> thing ever. Why do you not have it on your phone? I'm just curious at this Look, point. I'm actually not tech savvy. I don't like all these. Uh, you know, track your BP, track your heart rate, <laughs> track your sleep. Ryan said is the opposite of me. He has apps for everything. Yes. I mean, he'll show me stress trackers. He'll show me sleep trackers. He'll show me all kinds. He of would me. get along with Gerard so well. Yeah. So he tracks all of this because he wants to be in the clear. So he wants to know that if she's angry with me, and it's just it's you know I don't know, but I'm very predictable. I'm generally quite a Zen person. I meditate twice a day. I. Don't lose my cool. If you ask my kids, they'll also say I don't shout much. But this one week is a danger zone. <laughs> You're so honest and sweet. It's endearing. I'm being honest, isn't it? You know, I don't. I'm a like a person who, if I'm talking, I must be honest. Otherwise, I shall just zip it. 
No, I appreciate this so much. But I I get it. I understand it because that's also usually the week that I yeah. land up feeling like, oh my god, my life is going to the, the world is ending. Yes, you yes. just you know there's some days you wake up and you just feel like the world is ending. Yeah. And it's no fault of anyone, certainly no fault of your own. And those are the days that you really need to overcome that feeling and climb out of that hole and see the light or find something to hold on to. and those are the tough days you yeah. know and they're there and we don't necessarily share them on our platforms or i don't necessarily share them on my platforms because i feel like i don't have anything valuable to say on those days maybe after i've been through those days in retrospect i would like to um you know share my wisdom but someone gets left out i don't know why i don't i don't talk about it but do there you, are days do you feel like 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 you know how they say social media is just the highlight reel of everybody's life do yeah. you feel like it is the highlight reel of your life i feel like many people including me are not brave enough to share their darkness when you are in a dark space you're not creative at that time or at least i'm not okay so how do you capture that dark space so how do you let someone in my defense mechanism is to shut off i shut off from everyone including people i love including my friends i will not speak to them if i'm in a dark space and uh, you know everyone who knows me knows that they generally say that you were named roshni because you are like the light you're always happy like some people call me a unicorn because i'm genuinely happy most of the time it's very very upsetting for most people it's like this is unreal some friends get irritated with me but, but then when i feel like i'm in a dark space it's very hard for me to communicate at that time so i just i close off because you're not familiar to it i'm not familiar to it which I, is great i mean I, i'm not uh, you know i have not learned or been taught or or um, practiced communicating my feelings at that time i do have internal processes i do you know i meditate like i said a lot i work out in those times i move my body a lot um uh, but uh, yeah i don't think that i know the way to share that uh, with me uh, and maybe the day that i find uh, an eloquent and effective way of sharing my darkness I think I would be able to break a barrier and succeed even further in my journey as an artist but I haven't got there yet. No but I think that's that's awesome that it's you're aware and you know that okay this is something that I'm yet to get to a point of and probably someday because I don't think that everybody has to and I don't think that everybody must I just feel like it depends on comfort levels I think it depends on your sense of familiarity and how much you were willing to let the guard down also yeah it's also like currently you know social media has become such an essential fabric of our lives mm-hmm. it's almost like everything you're doing if you aren't documenting it did it even happen and that according to me is also scary because say you're having a wonderful time with someone there's you know there are many times when i will not share that on my gram in fact most of my personal life um you know with my uh, my friends or with my children or with my husband do not make it to the gram and and or with my family because i feel like that's my privacy and that's very important to me and while i'm very excited to create content about so many other things like you know beauty or fashion or whatever those are things that i want to share with the world and there are many things that are beautiful and that are amazing but that i i feel like i i want to keep them very close to my heart and i want to guard that privacy yeah. so i think that you know that's a constant balance and a battle that you're fighting as well but everyone has their own boundaries at the end Absolutely. of the day yeah so i'm so glad i'm so glad to hear that you have yours and you know what you're willing to share because yeah. it's not like we don't see your kids but we yeah. see them in a way that you choose to yeah. and that's you awesome. barely see them you yeah, barely you're in see there. them how yeah. old are they now 6 and 10 and and 
on a scale of 1 to 10 yeah. how difficult is it to be a mom and a creator and just a working woman in general forget the creator angle just a, a person who is as committed to the art i mean okay if you ask the unicorn roshni she's going to tell you it's not difficult at all because i, I want to ask the you roshni <laughs> but the me roshni depends on which roshni is it in this moment you know which what one I mean? is it which one is it now today in this second considering my children came back from school in a foul mood today which is why i was 20 minutes late to here um it is listen it's really tough being a woman firstly okay then it's really tough being a woman who's trying to make a marriage work who's trying to make um the house run who's particular and uh, you know very very invested in domesticity and then it's add to that being a uh, a very very present committed driven parent and uh, when a father is working and when a mother is working somehow even from my own personal experience you're skewed very differently you know if my husband is is at work he will it's not that he doesn't care but he will not call to say bachcho ne kya khaya or what's for lunch or have they eaten or did they finish their tiffin however whether i am at work or not whether i am in the toughest campaign of my life or the most prestigious awards of my life or not i will still be bothered and i will still call 20 times to check and to speak to them and to make sure that i rush back to put them to bed and it's we are wired differently you know i i i i am a feminist so i don't want to put gender stereotypes but i'm speaking from a very personal perspective of my husband and i and i see that that he is it's much easier for him to um you know kind of be in one zone when he's working and to not worry about what's happening at home and i don't have that luxury or i even if i want to train my brain i can't you're not I, wired like I'm that i'm not wired like that so one part of me is always connected to what's happening with my children where they're at what's you know have they eaten how did they get scratched did they get hurt do they have they finished their homework is their uniform ready for tomorrow etc etc Having said that, I also think that they are my biggest inspiration to work because I want to create a better future for them, uh, for myself too. But once you have, once I had kids, I don't want to generalize again. But once I had children, for me, you know, the meaning of life kind of came to the fore. I was like, okay, this is it. I was made for this. I was made to nurture them. I was made to be the best person I can be for them. and also to be the best person i can be for me it's a balance no i love that you put it like that i really love that you put it like that because i feel like so i have this really close friend i'm going i'm going to give you that example who is at a very high post at the job that she has and at the company that she works for and she's a mom and is privileged enough to have full time yeah. domestic help staff yeah. has you know absolutely nothing yeah. to ask of and in a conversation that i was having with her recently i realized that she truly suffers from mom guilt yeah. and she would feel bad about yeah. not being present when her child came back home um and that really struck a chord with me because when i was young like when i was 5 or 6 years old and my mom wouldn't be home when yeah. i came home because yeah. my mom and dad worked together for many many years mm-hmm. um I felt really bad that my mom wasn't around and I gave her grief for it. Yeah. As a child you don't fully understand oh you wait don't. like she's at work. Yeah. And I remember in my teens 
it was in a completely random situation when i realized that i had been giving my mom a lot of shit as a child and i had come to realize this in my teens <laughs> yeah. and i remember crying and going to my mom and be like i'm really sorry i gave you a lot yeah. of shit for that and then yeah. when i saw this whole thing from my friends lens yeah i was like oh my god mom yeah. guilt can catch up on the most feminist of women yeah. because you're programmed and you you're are so deeply rooted i mean it's, all it's the trainings and eons yes. of program there's so much of unlearning to do yeah. that the most feminist of women can sometimes yeah. find themselves saying oh it's okay if he doesn't think yeah. that way but i am programmed to so i yeah. am yeah. um do your kids come like do, do you have that situation where your kids will come and call you in the middle of you working but may not do that to their dad No, I think my kids are really really catered to. I spent 10 years now being present for them. I have no mom guilt when I leave them and go away on a girls trip to New York for 5 days. I have no mom guilt because I have literally given them every ounce of my soul for the foundation years. And I feel that at some point you have to, you know, you have to think of you. And and that happens at different it might happen at 3 months for a new mom. It might happen it took me I'd say eight years. Like, uh, you know, now finally, I'm in a space where I'm like, okay, it's all right if I can leave them. I can go out, and it's a very personal thing. It can happen at any time for anyone, but uh, they are extremely respectful of um, what what I do, and they don't uh, uh, they don't intrude or encroach. I shoot at home so much, and they're very used to, uh, you know, the the idea that. Uh, if mom is working like this is also her office we've communicated enough but i've really spent years and years and so much time you know to build this sort of healthy communication between us um so that's where we are at now but you know apparently the teenagers are a completely different ball game so we'll catch up in a few years and i'll tell you how that one's going we got to do a part 2 of this yeah. one then i'm so happy to hear you say you don't have any mom guilt i feel like women need to say those things aloud more oh, often yeah you can't your mental health your space your time is more important your child is not going to be happy if the mother's not happy and they can tell you can't fake it for them you know you can't you can't fake it for anyone but most of us end up faking it to ourselves why it's not worth it yeah i have seen close i've seen my own mother suffer because she felt she gave too much to us and then you know she felt empty after we had left the house and it's taken her so many years to just say look i want to look after me and she's now you know going to be 70 that's too late i don't want to be that girl i'm not yeah. going to be that girl i don't want to be resentful to my husband either yeah. so it's not his job to look after me it's my job to look after me and everyone else can just wait no you can't pour from an to. empty cup you can't exactly and i think you know we are privileged we are growing up in a time where women are speaking about this where you have access to uh, thoughts of strong powerful successful women who admit their challenges who admit their uh, struggles their journeys and who inspire you and that's why i feel that being on a social media platform is is so amazing and that's why i feel this thing happening here between you and i is such a um privilege and an honor that we must give it all of our honor many of the things i'm telling you right now i've never spoken of before you know everyone who just looks from the outside is oh yeah okay her world looks very perfect it's not there are struggles there are there are lots and lots of times when you know i've been in copious tears and just hated on the world and and then pull myself out of there but is there hope yes do you find the light yes you have to 
you have to do it that's how life goes on i find myself saying this very often especially when i'm vlogging because i vlog a lot yeah. uh you know never to compare your life to anybody anybody's you see on the internet because yeah. you're not seeing the complete picture of absolutely anybody's life yeah. nobody but is but you're an excellent communicator and i must tell you this you know Thank because you. when you share your vulnerabilities and you have so often and you've been so real and it's um it's so raw and it uh, really moves anyone who's interfacing with that content me included I think that's a real power and I don't have that power because I grew up in a seemingly very you know like I was this like perfect child and everything was perfect and I came first in class and I did singing and dancing and I was the head girl of my school and so you get into this complex where you're just even if you're not happy you have to look happy all the time but you that's know? because the previous generation thought that that was the way to that be was the you way. know when we used to get told yeah. don't wash your dirty linen in public and yeah. i remember the first time i shared something really yeah real it was some vulnerable moment from yeah. many years ago probably and my yeah. mom was like why do you talk about that on social and i was like mom because my life isn't perfect and i don't want yeah. anybody watching it to feel like i've got my shit in place because i really don't but that's very brave i think it's so brave to be able to admit uh, the stuff that hurts and to be able to share that and in some way when you do that when we do that when anyone with a voice on social media does that they are empowering so many other people to know that hey it's okay it doesn't last forever yeah. and it happens to the best of us yeah um i think it was chintan's episode that we had a big discovery on this um podcast yeah. chintan who is uh, one of the cast members of the series class on netflix right. was on and we were having this conversation when he mentioned that You know the thing is uh he I, I've always also been very academically inclined yeah. I've done well and yeah. he was mentioning about his academic yeah. journey and you just saying this yeah. also reminded me of that yeah. where he said so because I was so used to doing well and coming in the first you know yeah. few ranks all my yeah. life now if I don't do well at something yeah. it kind of twists your perception of self oh and God, I could really? relate with that so much because I was like wait yeah that's what's been happening because yeah. i'm so used to acing it acing it at debates and speech and drama and i yeah. would dance and i played chess for my schoolhouse and things yeah. like that if one thing goes a little skew mm-hmm. and i'm like oh wait but am i yeah. good enough it like throws your sense of self worth yeah. right out the window but there's nothing like being on social media to bring you back down Just to reality humble you in because, a second <laughs> yeah and i love that about it you know in in some way or the other because um, it just surprises you when you don't expect it and it'll like totally let you down when you completely are hope keeping your hopes and your fingers crossed so i think uh, this this complex of this perfection complex and and so many people speak about it and it's you know alpha type personalities who always want to get everything bang on and i relate to that as well do you have one of those communities that gives you any negativity in the comments at all is that something you have to put up with not generally but when something goes viral there are all sorts of people who are not following you who'll come in and say terrible stuff and you know because of my acting past people uh, who uh, relate to that uh, part of my life will come in and say oh you look so bad now or not looking the same or you know they, they they'll pass like random comments about how i'm looking or or why am i doing this instead of that and um i find it very entertaining that every time a reel goes viral there's a whole bunch of people who are commenting who have not been following me who have nothing to do with me but they're just here and uh, those are the parts of the unknown gifts of being on an open platform but i don't take it very seriously at all do you ever go back and reply to them and so now them a little bit here and there initially i used to 
I used to engage. I used to feel like I have to clarify my point of view, and I have to like let them know that you know, like someone will say, "Oh, you're doing a beauty reel with a filter," and when I'm not using a filter, I never use filters for when we do beauty or skin-related content. And then I, I would, I would feel the need to justify myself. But then I realized that my time is very precious, and that uh, the amount of time I'm taking to respond to this or take it to my heart, I could be doing something better with my time. Yeah. And so now I really don't. I have a very strong spiritual practice. It holds me in really good stead from all of the negativity that there is to face in life. That's amazing. I yeah. feel like that that is the that is the minus point about virality and the viral yeah. content that nobody talks about. Though. Oh, completely. But even if you go to any you know people who have thirty, forty million followers and you go and see their comments, there there are more crazy Bad people yeah. in there than, than you can imagine. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, it has to all be taken with a pinch of salt. I'm very grateful for the kind of people that I have currently. And it's, you know, I lost so many followers as an actor when I started creating content. And uh, they were all people who just were like, Ye kya kar rahi hai? what is this? Like, who wants to know how, you know, how to style this or how to make this cookie or whatever? They they were not interested. And I lost them. And at that point, I was very happy that they had moved on and that we were opening doors for people who actually cared and who actually wanted to know. Um, and that's why I really think that, uh, you know, I'm in a lucky spot, actually, because we've kind of over these, over these five years really found people who care about uh, or who like what I do. Or filtered those out who aren't yeah. as on brand for who you are as a creator. Yeah, I have two very specific things that come to my mind in my case when I think of viral content that led me to have similar experiences yeah. where people will come and say the most nauseating things yeah. for lack of any other way of describing yeah. them uh, it's not the one that I was talking about others, uh, earlier something yeah. went viral and yeah. no like I my husband proposed to me at the time when Instagram proposals weren't really a thing oh, right? okay. so it, this is like six right. seven years ago we Amazing. weren't yeah. we weren't firing up the SLRs and no. we weren't getting we weren't getting it wasn't a show it was it a really, proposal yes <laughs> it was it was in his living room and I was in yeah. home furry slippers and yeah. it was his birthday and oh. it was not as well lit as today yeah. I would like for it Correct. to have been yeah. and on his birthday last year because he proposed to me on his birthday I put up a YouTube shorts right. uh, which I think is viral till date if okay. you ask me because it is still one of my most viewed shorts in my last yeah. 24 or 48 hours and I will get the most absurd vile comments on it and now I laugh about it Yeah, but initially it used to upset me and upset it would you. worry me that it was yeah. going to upset my husband I yeah. mean it's great that he's, he's yeah. the most zen human being I know yeah. oh my god he's a chiller yeah. because it would have really thrown somebody else off their yeah. centre yeah. Um, I've been told the most ridiculous garbage kind of things that I can only laugh wow. about talking yeah. about now and him and yeah. I have really broken it down in the podcast from the episode that he was on earlier yeah. um, and then there was this real one of my friends one of my best friends got married last year yeah. and as we do in Haldi functions yeah. I took Haldi and rubbed it all over her okay yeah. and I'm saying all over okay and that got edited out okay and it got memefied oh and it is it spread like wildfire wow I deleted it when it hit 28 to 30 million yes. views because I realized this was getting taken by the most oh, random wow. pages and made the most weird I mean disgusting now I'm finding yeah. it funny at that time it was yeah. so grossed out yeah and then I was like you know what 
fuck it it's happened <laughs> you yeah, can't exactly. do anything you can't i think you know there should be um in the education system now the way things are progressing and the way we're moving into a digital world and this is because i have children i'm constantly thinking about you know uh, how are they going to be prepared to deal with this yeah. and in tomorrow's day and age you need to have a social media presence if whatever you're doing whether you're uh, you know uh, whether you're in the creative field or not but having a social media presence is the equivalent of having a good business card i feel for anyone True. so you need to learn how to navigate um all of this and uh, education needs to change to help um you know younger kids kind of because our generation sort of didn't have it and then had it and we are writing the script for how it's flowing in so yeah. many ways right because we were on the brink of change and their generation is now walking into this this is all here this it's an ai world how are they going to navigate it so you need to um prep them and and you know kind of teach them how to deal with this things that's so, one things that it's okay to comment yeah. things that it's not okay to comment and ask yeah things that and what happens if you're in the middle of the cyclone how do you deal with that so so that's yeah. where i think human connection is so important you know if you have a few people in your life you have a real connection with outside of social media who you wouldn't mind being stranded on an island with who get you and you get them that serotonin exchange that you know oxytocin love from them that's so important to keep you going keep you grounded remind you what's real because ultimately digital is digital and real is real and yeah. and we tend to forget that because the lines are so blurred yeah i think that also with when it comes to digital and real what people forget is that you shouldn't say or do anything on digital that you wouldn't want to acknowledge or would do or say to someone in real we keep telling our kids we have this one line everything you say on the internet is public and permanent and we say this to our kids all the time yeah. so let's like if you send something on a whatsapp to a friend it's public and permanent there is no privacy with you know the internet you have to be very cognizant of that yeah that's true so what we do in slide into my dms is i literally ask you to switch on like your phone unlock it go into your instagram and tell me the stupidest shadiest funniest lamest absolutely anything that you think is hilarious and worth sharing okay because i think our dms are very entertaining but i want to tell you that i have the nicest community who doesn't really uh, say stuff to me generally i, I don't have any of those uh, really entertaining ones you having a dick pics like some of our other guests no. basically no 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 never no. No, I've never got those. I've got memes of my photos and 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 people. Um, uh, you know, I've been morphed. I've been morphed into nude also. Oh my and god! Then, and then there was this other thing that said that uh, that I was into chicks, and my my very close friend, my you know, a school mom, was forwarded me the article and said, "Is <laughs> like, आज की ताज़ा खबर ना वे जस्ट लाइक." the wonders of people's imagination oh my god um, so yeah they've been uh, no but i i generally don't get like if i look at the last 100 messages it would be congratulations beautiful this is amazing wow good luck that's so Hello. nice sorry about the emoji uh, i mean yeah I nothing we heard uh, though nothing we heard this sliding in there apart from these bizarre rumors i get uh, marriage proposals still i'm <gasps> like i have been married for so long we did not realize you're married or are they just i take it as a compliment i'm like yeah yeah as you said sure? more <laughs> as have you ever replied to them for kicks no i don't reply to them but sometimes i'll show sid you know that there there are foot fetishes i have a whole gang of people who is obsessed with my feet for some reason so i'll just tell sid you know this person has said i love you when will you marry me and 
you know, how do you feel that they they love me? And he's like, yeah, they should. I love you too. He's very un, not possessive. So. I have a feeling, Sid and Gerard, yeah. we must not introduce them actually <laughs> because they will really get along. But listen, I think that is the secret also to having a public face, right? You have to have a partner and a spouse who is secure yeah. and who is not holding you back and who is not... Um, you know, in any way cramping your style. And I can take everything with a grain of yes, salt. I think that's a really big, big um, blessing to have. Yeah. You know. So we had a bunch of people who have obviously shared their DMs with us. Yeah. And I, we were talking to Aditi. She was actually my first guest in first okay. episode on the pod. Yeah. And she's received the dick pics and, you yeah. know, the, the weirdest and yeah. funniest kind of things. And she decided to entertain some of these and reply to them. <gasps> And it was the funniest little bit ever. Okay. Because her partner took her phone once and oh. one of her friends took her phone once. I can't even remember. And started replying wow. for kicks and it landed up being the most hilarious story ever. Oh. And I feel very motivated since that episode that the next yeah. time I get somebody who is really You'll doing... play the fool. I will, I will just but be you like... Know what, I get, tum se. what I get very often and really bothers me and this will sound weird to you is I get requests for money. So I get... Um, a lo- and I get a lot of these that, you know, my family has gone through a really bad time hmm. and and so-and-so is in hospital and this and that. And can you please help pay my kids school fees? And that, you know, many of these come in and I feel really like I feel like I've been put in a spot at that point. But you can't tell what's real. And I what- don't know. And this is just, you know, somebody I haven't met. And it's so tough. And one part of you really wants to help them. And one part of you is like, you can't. So that those are the... Ones that really bother me. This dick pics doesn't bother me. You're like, no. But this, this is a dharam sankat. Like, should I, should I not? What am I yeah. supposed to do? Um, you know, this one is a little tough. When people share their hardships with you and you are here creating, you know, this La La Land content, that kind of contrast sometimes can really be hard and you really have to find a way to still stick to creating what people are enjoying and bring that little bit of joy to their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And you also, you want to do it, you also don't want to get scammed. And I feel like that can be a tricky place to be in. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Is there, um, I feel like a good way to end this episode would be for me to ask you your absolute favorite and yeah. most least favorite collabs that you, and you don't have to name the brand for the least okay. favorite, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, that collabs that you have worked on in like, let's say the last five, six years. So one of my, I think, landmark collabs for me, which really brought to the fore my own creativity was a gifting collab with Forest Essentials for Diwali. It was during COVID and at that time, you know, we were away from everyone we loved and they gave me all the creative freedom to write the script the way I wanted to and shoot it the way I wanted to and we created this sort of what is a reflection of my world and that went very viral and got a lot of like, uh, you know, people from the industry also saying nice things and it really struck a chord at that moment. That was, I think, one of my favorite, favorite um, collabs. I don't know why they haven't worked with me after that because they loved it. Horace Essentials, <laughs> are you listening? Are you listening? Um, no, but that was definitely a high point with me. And a low point, I won't mention uh, the name of the brand, but um, has been, um, you know, a beauty brand which wanted me to shoot uh, to fake a full face of makeup. So the low, a low point would be just where uh, a beauty brand, you know, really over controlling the entire campaign, asking you to wear makeup and uh, pretend like you're not and uh, no disclaimers, cannot hashtag ad. This was, of course, before the enforcements came in. 
and the directions came in and and then also didn't end up paying us for that campaign so that was a really 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 bad experience and um, yeah what do you do in a situation when they're not paying you for your work we're still fighting to get paid how long has this been going mm, on two years now two and a half years would you ever call a brand out on socials for not paying you you know the thing is that i don't know if it's a brand or the agency and the agency handles so many other brands as well so one has to get to the bottom of it we're still trying hard but uh, i would call yes i would call them out i, I would i, I mean, would you know ultimately you have to have the balls to say Yeah. that i was done wrong and that's not okay you have to stand up for yourself otherwise who's going to stand up for you two years is a long time you're yes. a patient woman man yes i'm extremely patient maybe maybe don't be this patient <laughs> stop meditating <laughs> maybe just three times a week for yeah, you oh you're meditated enough <laughs> uh, yeah. but thank you for coming on the pod thank you for thank being you. your honest open self and sharing so much you did i'm so glad i had fun and you're excellent at this so i wish you and the pod all all the best thank you very 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 much Thank i truly you. appreciate it just sure.